Hi, I'm Molly, and my story is called When Seeds Pop Open. I was born ambiguously brown in the Great Plains of Oklahoma. <laughs> to my friends, I was the wrong kind of Indian because I'm a dot, not a feather. To my relatives, I was just a hamburger-eating misfit. Either way, I was a kid who didn't fit in. When I was very young, I couldn't grasp exactly why we weren't having turkey for Thanksgiving or why my mom didn't wear jeans like the other moms. I come from a long line of lacto-vegetarians from South India, where women in saris constantly prepare meals and rice is eaten with bare hands. Ever since I was a child, I've used food as a gateway to connect with my Indian heritage. I would help prepare it, serve it, and of course, eat it. Our summer trips to India allowed me to relate to parts of me that were not exercised every day. And the best place to do that was in the kitchen, a sacred place that you could not enter unless you had showered for the day. For those of you that don't know, food from the southern part of India is vastly different from that of the northern states. In South India, where my family is from, legumes are sometimes used as a spice and seeds are regularly subjected to a blooming technique that's unique to that part of the world. In fact, anytime you hear someone talking about popping their mustard seeds, you know they're talking about South Indian cuisine. The tempering technique goes something like this. Whole brown mustard seeds are set upon the stove with a little oil in a saute pan, where they are heated until they pop and fizzle. The heat applied unlocks a whole world of flavor that's been stored up inside, and in turn imparts aroma and health benefits to the hot oil. This tempering technique creates a more pronounced, deeper flavor to dishes. Without this crucial step, we wouldn't get anything out of these seeds and our bodies couldn't digest them. To the pan of seeds, we add an array of cumin, fenugreek, curry leaves, turmeric, uradal and chanadal for nuttiness, asafetida for umami, and that je ne sais quoi. <laughs> to round out the hot mess, we incorporate onions and garlic to make it savory, tasty, and appealing. The fragrant mixture is a starting point to most dishes in my family and these overpowering aromas that can infuse the ventilation system of any house is an instant trigger to stimulate my salivary glands. Growing up, I would observe mom in the kitchen while she'd prepare extravagant meals for 50 house guests at a time. Back then, I took all those dosas, idlis, sambers, and rasams for granted. As I got older, I realized I should probably learn how to cook some of this stuff, unless I was planning to live with mom forever, and I was not. So I began to do some research and document what mom was doing. As a byproduct, I started to understand her and connect with her like never before. This was thanks to food, time, and the culture that linked us. You see, in the kitchen, mom and I would talk. In the kitchen, we would learn from each other. And for the most part, we wouldn't fight. 
in the kitchen, mom showed me how to use a pressure cooker that could take the paint off a ceiling if you weren't watching it carefully. <laughs> Learning to cook with mom was great, but there was also a great deal of confusion and frustration that came with cooking alongside her as well. You see, mom didn't measure anything. <laughs> and amounts of ingredients were determined by the distance from one knuckle to another or by the cupping of a palm. And for the most part, she couldn't explain why she did things a certain way. It was just a little bit of this and a little bit of that. She would say, this is the way things have always been done for generations. You don't question it, you just do it. Much to my dismay, it would come out perfect every single time. <laughs> you see, the Indian culture is steeped in tradition, and who am I to question it? But I did question it. I needed to know why, and I needed structure. I realized that I was different because I lived in a culture that questions everything. It was during this time that I started to think about how difficult it must have been for mom back in 1967 when she moved to the other side of the world with just her memories, her prayers, and her recipes. Having had an arranged marriage, she was also trying to understand her new husband as well. This arrangement came along with the requirement of living in her in-law's home for some time and learning how to cook the recipes of her new family from a neighboring state. With the transition to America, that meant driving 90 minutes to acquire basic ingredients needed just to cook dinner. In short, my mother's Indian food is a fusion of her childhood family's specialties, her in-law's favorite meals, and what was available in 1960s Oklahoma. <laughs> she learned how to adapt traditional Indian food for the American kitchen. During this time of documenting and translating all my favorite recipes from my childhood, I became quite good at relaying those translations to others. Eventually, I was in a position to share it with the people of Fort Collins, and I've been doing that for over a decade. Now that I have two daughters of my own, I can't help but think, I have to keep this food alive. If only a handful of my favorites, I have to keep this alive. So I introduce my girls to these intriguing spices, those smells and tastes of their heritage, and I know that I'm teaching them something more than just food. I'm exposing them to parts of themselves that are unique to being who they are. We will laugh at the silly sing-songy language of my heritage, Telugu, and we'll connect through something tangible, something edible. Over the years, I've realized that the kitchen helps them open up, and I'm teaching the girls how to pop their own mustard seeds. But isn't that the way it works? Now, I know that even if being in the kitchen is not your thing, I also know that when we are out of our comfort zone and placed in a little bit of heat, that's when we begin to bloom and achieve our biggest growth. Like a seed, like mom, like me. So I suppose cooking is my way of passing the torch to my daughters so they can understand me better. Food is a convenient way to share something from my ancestors and tell my girls about their grandmother and great-grandmother who would make magical meals with exotic spices while draped in six yards of fabric. <laughs> it's wonderful. 
It's me, and it's delicious. Thank you.